you hear that? No. That's awesome. <laughs> what is it? Is it music? It's an opening. <laughs> because we're at, we have absolutely nothing in the beginning. So I figured I'd put that in. Okay. And see if it picks up. And did it pick up? Well, I let's see if no it picks idea. up we'll in the recording. We won't know. Okay. But. Um, well, here we are. Queer Vice. Queer Vice. This is it. It's two years in the making. It is a full two years in the making. Like we've actually recorded some. Yep. What we thought were going to be an intro or a pilot. We've recorded some things. and. But what brought us here today? I don't know. Do you? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so today we wanted to. We wanted to touch base today. First of all, um, my name's Deanna. I'm Jen. And we're, we're both from Buffalo, but Jen now lives in Albany. So Upstate New York. Yeah. Well, and, we're both in upstate New York. Well, Western New York. I mean, no, technically, if technically, you're going to go there, I mean. Right. But if, is, <laughs> yes. if anybody's listening, we're upstate New Yorkers. Upstate New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. So jen came here to buffalo so we're actually doing this in person which we've not done yet which is Mm -mm. super exciting and it's actually working out really well well after three hours of trial and error but yes and two years and two years and (laughs) two years of thought three hours of messing with and a fletcher discovery and a fletcher discovery so so that's really what brought us here today right and made us sit down to actually record um, I guess what you would call our pilot episode today. So right. we're going to see Fletcher. If you guys aren't, I'm. If you're queer, you definitely know who Fletcher is. If you don't, or if you have queer teenagers, yes, absolutely. Yep. Or if you have wicked good taste in music, you probably have stumbled upon her, or like indie pop, indie rock, anything like that. So anyway, we're going to see Fletcher tomorrow in Pittsburgh. We're driving together, and. I told Jen, this is, this is, going to a Fletcher show is a, is a, a life-changing experience. It is, but wait, let me back up. Are you queer? Am I? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lesbian. Wait, well, you didn't say that. Oh, okay. I, the word lesbian is one of those words that people I tend to. I the word lesbian. Shy away from. I really don't like the word lesbian. Isn't that weird? And I find a lot, the younger generation has a serious problem with it. They do. Like, um, we were actually talking about this the other day, like the generational gaps um, in, like in the real world, right? Right. In the heteronormative world or just the, the regular the regular general population would refer to, you know, different generations. So, right. So, so let me, let's, um, before you get into that topic, let's, yeah. so, um, Deanna works for an insurance company mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we work together. So we, we've been friends for over, I would we've say. We've worked together at multiple jobs. Yeah. <laughs> at multiple jobs. But, um, now I work in a high school with, yeah, you do. Teenagers. So, um, it's a we're little bit all, different. Yeah, we're a little bit all over the place right now, but I want to give a background of mm-hmm. why we know about a generational gap. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a fair point. So, one of the things that, that Jen and I have discovered in our talks about, you know, about the podcast and about um, her experience in the schools and, 
And um, and basically the whole reason we thought, oh my gosh, we mm-hmm. really need to do a podcast to educate, you know, our generation. Yeah. Our generation in both ways, right? And and generations. In our children's generations. Yes. And I also think we're also kind of managing up. Right. And also. To older wait, generations. Right, and our parents, our mothers. Yes. Our mothers are a whole podcast like in themselves yes each one so so queer generations are a lot shorter than you know what you would consider um age generations correct i would think and correct me if i'm wrong tell me what you think but i almost think a queer generation is about 10 years long right but before we get into that let's even go back <laughs> even farther trying to backtrack because let's think about it we're 40 mm-hmm 40s. No, not right. 40s. Easy. I'm 41. Right. Okay. Take okay. it easy. But the whole queerness or queer beginnings yes. started when we were babies. It started to become a thing. Right. We did not grow up with very many um, uh, queer role models at all. No. Um, you know, off the top of my head. You're thinking like uh, Boy George, Elton John. Right. You know, you're thinking Melissa Etheridge, Katie Lang. Madonna. Madonna. Mm. Well, wait. Let's, she she well, toyed. Oh, right. And what? She just threw the pink underwear and missed the basket. I so. know. If I miss, I'm gay. Oops. I, I know. I, I, so I don't know what she's trying to tell I don't us. Know what However, she is our mother's age. So Legit, yeah. So it started when our mothers mm-hmm. were raising us mm-hmm. and you mean it started to become a normal more, not normal well, but not more normal, visible but more yeah so people there were more people that were not um hiding it right uh, but it, it's so you it's so there's a because huge, so there's there comes the generational gaps yes there's they're they're i would say they go in 20 year. 20 year you think 20 year I don't know I don't know I look at um, I look at uh, people who are like 30 uh, you know you see everybody on TikTok those TikTok lesbians and all this stuff you look at the 30 year olds and you're like that is a that's a different life than we had it is and they're a lot more comfortable at 30 than than we were they are and they can do a lot more they understand a lot in, in like the public eye than we can right or we could at that age. Right. And that was only 10 years ago. Right. Okay. So for reference, 10 years ago is probably when Dina and I almost got, my wife and I almost got thrown out of Dave and Buster's for standing too close to each other at the bar. Remember? Right. No, it was like 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, because me and Chrissy have known each other for 17 years. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy is my wife. Mm-hmm. Newlyweds. Newly. Your new wife. <laughs> um, yeah, but we've known each other for 17 years, on and off. I was a side piece for a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we were both there f- when you met Dina, not together. And what we were all, we were all like a thing. Like yes. everybody was yes, in each yes, other's yes. lives. Yeah. So we we date ourselves back to about 20 years. And that's why I say 20 years, because think about 20 year jumps. 
So if you go 1960s was the hippies, the Mm -hmm. 1980s, everybody started becoming more comfortable with their sexuality. Things started coming out. Mm -hmm. And then we hit the 2000s. And here we are. We lived our 2000s being closeted or miserable on the cusp of coming out Mm -hmm. in our 20s. Right. Mm -hmm. And then now you got you're jumping forward 2020 when we had mm-hmm. COVID and the COVID kids are and we living, were in the closet for a like, different reason and the COVID kids kidding. exactly <laughs> well now we, we pulled them out of the closet and their masks off their faces yeah, they've exactly. become everybody is becoming queer in their own way yeah it is it's it's almost refreshing to see and I think it you know a lot of people are scared by it but I think it's refreshing to see people start to say you know what like maybe we're not all cut from the same cookie cutter and and it's okay if we're not you know I think there are some fringes that are harder to understand like people thinking they're cats and right you know that's a little bit that's a little bit further Uh, well well, yeah we can't even go into cat but yeah but like so but the the COVID kids I'm seeing um they're they're comfortable Mm -hmm. with queer they understand however they've added xyz qu G, I'm a cat. I'm a unicorn. I yeah, identify as. Those are a little bit tougher, and I don't think that you and I are are experts on. No, no, no. So we're we're just we're just becoming comfortable with the whole sexual identification part For of real. this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the COVID kids are adding another layer to it that we are not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So we have a huge. Disconnect. But define COVID kids, because I think for some people like me, I'm like, so what, think, what is that? <clears throat> like, so I said, you know, I think it like started in the 60s. And then by, you know, the people in the 60s, you know, but by the mm-hmm. 80s, you know, we became a little bit more familiar with sexuality. Mm-hmm. Then 2000s, we pretty much were like, OK, hey, we're going to not. We're here. We're, yeah, we're going to do it, it. But <laughs> we're still in the closet and people are uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And now, you know, we're 40 and we're it's 2020 and we're comfortable with it. We're living our lifestyle. But yeah. our kids now are opening up a whole other, you know, agenda mm-hmm. for the LGBTQ plus. Yeah. And they're adding in a gender identification or non-identification mm-hmm. aspect to it. So that is something that we need to learn as well mm-hmm. and we hope that we can kind of learn together throughout the podcast yeah. with experiences but now we are you know living as equally as we possibly <laughs> can manage in Here and there states for the and areas part, depending on what state you're in and exactly. depending on you know the, the neighborhood you live in it, it depends on a lot of things it depends on um, everyone around you, how comfortable you're able to be. And that, and, and, and that takes us back to the concert. Right. So that's why I'm talking. That's why yeah. I wanted to give that background. So now, so now we're going to a concert tomorrow, Fletcher. Mm-hmm. And I'm and told. And it's going to change so, your life. Jen. So I haven't gone to a Fletcher concert yet, but Deanna <laughs> and her wife have. <laughs> and they're telling me that it's going to change my life. Which I thought working in the school changed my life, and for, maybe for the worst. I, probably I don't know. for the worst because I'm more confused totally about out. 
LGBTQ, whatever. I, 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 I have many, many concerns for that. Mm-hmm. But going, for, you know, for us. So now we're going to be probably the oldest lesbians in the room. A hundred percent. Well, I mean, actually, somebody, somebody's mother might bring them, but well, I'm not going to say lesbians because I, I don't, I hate that word. But <laughs> that's. <laughs> It's not a bad word. I feel like the younger, like, again, right, generations, our generation throws the word lesbian around, like our queer generation throws the word lesbian around. You know what I mean? They do, but it's Um, almost like sounds derogatory. Yes, because, and I don't know why, and I'd love to talk to some some younger, you know, guests about it, but um, it just, it, it keeps coming up, I'll see... Um, younger women who are definitely they literally have one interest and it's women that's it right can't touch a book by but they can't well that's that's a totally different thing but they can't commit to calling themselves a lesbian so they'll just use the term gay which is fine too right i can't commit to calling myself a lesbian either and i am married to but gay is but because you're you're you consider yourself to be bi, right? But I also don't like the term gay. I'm okay with the term queer since I've been around these high school students yeah. and I hear it on mm-hmm. a regular. Yeah, and queer is all encompassing, and I think you know. I feel um, like you can't go wrong. Yeah, like friends of ours have said, I thought that was a derogatory term, and you're like, I think a lot of times it depends on how you use it, but I think that queer is actually probably the safest term to refer to refer to somebody who's something other than straight. Right. But, and you know, or fruity, but you said you thought that no, was fruity is definitely offensive. <laughs> right. But that's what the kids are using these days, which we don't well, kids can be offensive. Right. <laughs> but I think queer is definitely, but then they the, use the, the word the... lesbian as a insult. Again, you can throw the word queer out as an insult. You can, Throw any word out as an insult that's not normally, but I think right. fruity. Come on, can we agree that's right. a little bit borderline? I wonder what Fletcher would think. <laughs> we'll have to ask her. She's going to have to come on the podcast at some point. I'd love to talk to her because she's in that generation underneath right. us. So, so if so, I if we grew up in a time kids now or people her age now are growing up with a role model like her, singing with you know with using she her pronouns singing about women about you know relationships and experiences with women i i mean that's totally different than what we had growing up we did not have that right nothing we had was that uh, available you know as things as as things are now because things are are opening up a little bit but until when what what did we watch together oh god the l word that made us comfortable in our the own L skin. The L word was the first, it was the first thing that was, that felt like representation. It was and, the first thing in, in any type of media that felt like representation to me. Right. And now Fletcher's actually guest starring. Yes. Fantastic. So we're going to experience her concert tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you tell me I'm going to be a changed person. Yes. So, I mean, this the next, next week when, when we record the next, um, podcast i just want to revisit and just get some get some thoughts about about what these generations are and what what our lives would have been like if we could live the way people live now at a fletcher concert right and 
in the eye of social media. Yes, which is a totally different beast altogether, which we didn't have to worry about. But um, I think, you know, I think with with our community, it can be both helpful and harmful because of that exposure. And really, the whole the whole idea is to normalize it. You know, I just want to normalize it. You know, I mean, and but but there's some things that we don't even feel that are normal. No, no. These are the things that we're going to talk about. Yeah. So and we'll have a lot of opportunity to talk. um to to all different types of people as well people who do different things right um we're yeah. also or we're also moms oh yeah so i'm an you know, we'll mom. hit on some mom stuff some kids stuff some marriage stuff right, some well, having children stuff because we both have children by different means yep i have i'm an adopted mom and my wife and i used a donor to carry or a donor and then she carried our three children right. so and then we we actually surround ourselves with not very many, um, not many queer, queer people, friends, no. or no. So we have a lot of different types of families, and mm-hmm. you know, perspectives, mm-hmm. friendships, different yep. levels of friendships, lengths of friendships, understandings, fallings out. You know, <laughs> we pretty much can cover it all. This is true. So this is true. So we'll have a lot to talk about and a lot of advice. Um, for our, our, our younger generations as well. <laughs> so queer vice. Queer vice. Queer vice. Peace. Oh. Peace out. I hate that. Bye. <laughs>